Thank you so much for joining us for this week's message from Real Life Community, where we talk about connecting with God and others, growing in Christ-likeness, and sharing God's life with the world. My name is Sarah Comer, and I serve each week as Connections Pastor, making sure that you know that there is a God and a community that loves you and wants to go through the seasons of life with you. You can find us at reallifecommunity.org, and we would love to meet you on Facebook or Instagram. Until then, we hope this message meets you right where you are and helps you know just how deep the Father's love is for you. Mixing things up around here a little bit, and we're going to mix it up again today. Um, Kids, before you go, I want you to know, uh, next Sunday is a family Sunday for us, and we're going to, you're going to be included in some things, so I hope that you'll be here, be a part of service with us. We're looking forward to it, being all together. I... Family Sundays, I know sometimes parents can stress out over it because they're like, oh, my kid's in the sanctuary, they're going to be bored. But for me, I love Family Sunday because I love seeing families worship together. Um, it is one of, one of the coolest things to me to see uh, families when they spend time to worship together. I love to see kids uh, in worship with their parents. And so I'm looking forward to Family Sunday next Sunday. I hope that you will be a part of that with us. So kids, you can go right now. Miss Patty is back. Welcome back, Miss Patty. Uh, you can go with Miss Patty to Kids Church. Our kids are so cute this morning. I mean, they're not that they're not cute every morning and angelic every morning, but they're cute today. Well, this morning, we, I want you to, we're going to start out with our discussion, and uh, we're going to, it's tonight, this one's a little interesting, right? Um, you're going to turn to your neighbor, and you're going to describe to them who you are, right? Sometimes, okay, if I was to ask you to describe someone else in your family, you would rattle off a, a hundred things. If I was to ask you to describe, um, if I was to ask them to describe you, they would do the same. But sometimes when we have to describe ourselves, it can be a little bit challenging. So this morning, I want you to take a few minutes, turn to your neighbors, and describe yourself to your neighbor. Ready? Go. All right. I heard I'm awesome, and I heard I'm funny. That was two words that I heard just now when people describe themselves. So um, I don't know, some, I, and then I hear that's not true, so my word. But how many of you, it's easy for you to describe yourself to someone else? Eh, maybe a couple. How many of you, it's kind of a challenge to describe yourself to somebody else? Okay, you might feel awkward, right? You're like, why am I doing this? Okay, well, this morning, we're actually going to talk about, I'm going to describe someone to you who is one of my favorite characters, has become one of my favorite characters over the last couple of years from the Bible. Um, we're going to talk this morning about Mary Magdalene. And uh, Mary Magdalene is, she's kind of like one of the leading ladies in the Bible in a way. Uh, she's instrumental in sharing the news of Jesus raising from the dead. And so, but we're going to actually, we're going we're gonna to look at it a little bit differently. So we're going to read from Luke 8, 1 through 3 this morning. It says, soon afterward, Jesus began a tour of the nearby towns and villages, preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. He took his 12 disciples with him, along with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Among them were Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager, 
Susanna, and many others who were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. So this morning, what we're going to do is we're actually going to step a little bit back before this. So we, we know in here that it says that Jesus, um, he cast out seven demons out of Mary Magdalene. We're going to go back to that instance. Um, we're going to look at, and if you read books about her, if you read um, different commentaries, there's a lot of debate about Mary Magdalene. There's debate about her character. There's debate about the fact that she was a prostitute or not a prostitute, but there's actually very little um, evidence to support the fact that it was said that she was a prostitute. Mary Magdalene, if you look at her in the Bible, it depicts her actually as a pure woman who had, um, she had affliction, right? And so we know this affliction, obviously, Jesus cast seven demons out of her. She definitely dealt with affliction. And that was before she encountered Jesus. Um, And the studies have shown that she was actually a woman who was well off and of good social status. So she was like kind of an important lady in her community. But that's not always the image that we get when we talk about Mary Magdalene. And so we we don't know how Mary Magdalene was possessed by these seven demons. We don't know what led to this, but we know that it happened. And so Jesus, um, she encounters um, Jesus. And how many of you, has anyone seen The Chosen? Some of you have seen it, I know. We've talked about it. Well, this morning, we're going to watch a clip from The Chosen. Again, I will, I will say this every time I refer to The Chosen. If you have not sat down and watched it, I highly recommend that you do so. Mary has an encounter with Jesus in The Chosen that is, it gives me goosebumps to this day to watch this encounter. So I want us to watch on the screen, we're going to watch a clip uh, where Mary, she has struggled, right? The, um, she is it's just been the religious leaders they've prayed over her they've tried to cast these demons out of her it's been an unsuccessful thing for them and she finds herself in a dark room by herself a lot anybody ever feel like they find themselves in a dark space alone a lot all right let's watch this clip from mary magdalene i don't know what else i can do to help you Give me that. Lots of it. That's not going to solve your problems. It's meant to distract from them. No more preaching. Just give it to me. Lilith, please listen to what I'm saying.
Mary. Mary of Magdala. says the Lord who created you and he who formed you. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You were to walk into the room this morning and he were to call you by name and he he knew and he could see all of you what would be your reaction this morning I think some of us would be frozen in awe and I think some of us would want to run away like Mary did don't look at me you don't know me and I love, in that clip, I love it because um, she's possessed by seven demons. She didn't even go by her own name. The man at the bar calls her Lilith. And she's referred to as Lilith through the beginning of, of the series of Chosen. And Jesus is like, no. Mary. Mary of Magdala, I know you. I've called you by name. Oh, to be a part of that moment in history. I say that all the time when I read the Bible. Oh, if I just can't even fathom what it would have been like to be there in that moment. But I am not foolish enough to think that that can't still happen today. Jesus can still call us by name. He calls us out of other names we try to go by. He, he calls us out of other things we try to live by other habits we try to fill ourselves with. She's tried to fill herself time and time again. And, he, and even the guy says, I don't even know what to do. And she's like, give it to me. And then Jesus puts his hand on her. And no doubt it freaks her out, right? She's like, forget, forget you, I'm out of here. But he goes after her. That's a familiar story from the Bible. He turns around and goes after her, and he calls her by name, Mary. You are mine. <sighs> Gives me goosebumps. He meets her where she is. She is at the end of her rope. She is hopeless, and he calls her by name. And, and if you keep watching, it's like this whole different countenance of Mary. Because, well, because she is Mary, right? Like, she's living into who Jesus created her to be, and she is full of life. There's an encounter shortly after this with Nicodemus, and he's like, wait a second, what happened to you? 
He actually thinks that it's him. He, he says, I prayed over you. I healed you, right? And she's like, no, it wasn't you. And he's like, what? And she's like, it wasn't you. It was another man. And he's like, what, someone who goes around healing? And she said, yes. He said, who is he? And she said, you're not to know his name yet. Nicodemus sees the completely different countenance in Mary. He knows that she is healed. Again, watch The Chosen. You can follow up and see what happens. But um, those who have encountered Jesus in mighty ways, here's some worth pointing out. We've been talking about these for the last few weeks. Um, they were someone who was willing to try, and that was David. If you remember, we talked about David fighting Goliath. Um, someone who put themselves in a position to see. Who was it that Jeremy preached about who put himself in a position to see? Zacchaeus. Um, someone who allowed Jesus to speak to their life at a well, right? The woman at the well. Someone who noticed those who were around them, the Good Samaritan, and then here today we see someone who turned back around when her name was called and recognized the Savior. So they're willing to try. They put themselves in positions to see Jesus. They allow him to speak into them. They notice those that are around them and they turn toward them, toward him. That's what this x-ray vision that we've been talking about looks like. It's Jesus seeing underneath the surface of other people, but today it's Jesus seeing underneath the surface of you and I. Ooh, but underneath the surface of me? I don't know about that. So what does God say to us? This morning, we're going to look at nine passages of Scripture. That um, there's, there's way more than nine, but we're going to highlight nine passages today. And we're going to do these just a little bit differently. I'm going to read you the passage of Scripture, and then I'm going to give you I'm going to I'll, I'm going to give you a little glimpse back into my week. I found myself on my knees, on my face, sobbing as I've worked on this sermon this week. Jesus and I have had some words with each other this week. Um, he and I have been having some conversations. And some of what I'm going to share with you, I'm going to read you the passage of Scripture, and then I'm going to read you some of my human thoughts about that Scripture, right? Your pastor is going to read you some of her human thoughts about this. So hang with me. The first passage is from Luke 12, 7. God cares about every single detail of us. And the very hair, number of hairs, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Okay, so here's my human moment, right? God, could you not have given me thick hair if you care about the number of hairs on my head? You're hearing the human side. Don't look at me and go, what in the world is she thinking that for? No, this is the human side. Could you not have like maybe done this a little differently if you care about the number of hairs on my head? And do you really care about the crazy ramblings that go on in here? Next passage, Psalm 139, 13 and 14. God knit our parts and pieces together. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body, and you knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. But God, are you sure I'm wonderfully complex? 
because really I just feel like a hot mess some days. Are you sure? God calls us by name. He's with us. He carries us. He'll protect us. Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 5. But now, O God, listen to the Lord, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you, O Israel. The one who formed you says, do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt as a ransom for your freedom. I gave Ethiopia and Siva in your place. Others were given in exchange for you. I traded their lives for you because you are precious to me. Thank you for joining us today. We would love for you to join us in person. Our address is 2022 East Main Street in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. If you'd like to make a donation to keep our podcast ministry going, you can do so online at reallifecommunity.org give. Thanks again for listening.